Welcome back to another edition of the Red Leaf Fitness Podcast, a show dedicated to bringing you stories, interviews, and conversations about living a healthy, resilient, and productive life. I'm your host, Sean Blinch, and I want to thank you for making time to listen to this episode today. And if you like what we're putting down, we would love it if you would follow, rate, and share this podcast. All right. Now let's get down to business. Welcome back to the Redley Fitness Podcast. Sitting here with Michelle, who's finishing an apple. <laughs> but no pressure, as I was saying to yeah, her. No off, pressure. No pressure. Just off hurry up. <laughs> no, one must be nourished and ready. Uh, okay, so um, here we are. Good to see you back on the, on the one and two. <laughs> we give the people what they want remember yep, that's right so uh first of all big welcome back to all of our community welcoming everyone uh, to 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 2024 uh and beyond we're excited to uh kick this year off uh 2023 was a tough year mm. um you know there was um i i don't know a single person who wasn't dealing with some something mm-hmm Heavy, and um, here we are in a new year. Uh, a lot of people are in a really good place. Um, we we have a lot of big, great, exciting, fun goal, uh, fun goals that people have set, and uh, we're happy to uh, provide um, our guidance and, and support for those things. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. So, uh, Michelle and I wanted to hop on here with a new idea. And we wanted to bring in uh, practical solutions for your everyday goals. Mm-hmm. So, so here we are. So here we are. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Now, what better way to kick this thing off uh, than to start with New Year's resolutions? Mm-hmm. So why don't you take it away um, first with... What do you think the problem is with mm. New Year's resolutions? I think the biggest challenge for for New Year's resolutions or when people are thinking about them or setting them, um, in my experience, is they're often too big and too um, far removed from where people naturally are with their the rhythm of their life. So, for example, um, I'll use exercise an ex- as an example just because – of our space. Um, somebody does not exercise in any way at all, like full stop, no movement at all in their day. And then they set a goal of their new new year's resolution will be, I want to train six days a week. So I, I think the spirit of the goal is excellent and that's what should be, um, kind of celebrated and worked on, but it, it needs to happen in my opinion and within like the confines of the reality of your life. You know, so we, how do we take that goal and make it realistic so that someone can build momentum, build success and make that something that is actually going to be far beyond the parameters of the resolution. So if I was to come in and say, okay, um, I am, let's use a real example. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, um, 
I want to sign up for uh, Gravenhurst mm. Triathlon. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a base. Mm-hmm. I'm that person where I'm really fired up. I'm so fed up with how things got here uh, and I'm ready to make a change. Okay, what would you say to me? And I and I'm saying to you, I'm I'm the guy. I want to do six days a week. I would say I love this goal. I think it's I love where it's coming from. I love that that you have this in your mind. And let's take this enormous thing that we're we're talking about, and we're going to make it really small. Mm-hmm. And and not small in that we're minimizing the goal. We're making it into daily habits and smaller components that will lead you to that big goal. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying, I'm now going to cycle three times a week and run three times a week and, um, and swim three times a week and I'm going to weight train and I'm going to stretch and I'm going to overhaul my nutrition and my sleep and my job and all the things that let's assume this person has three kids and they, the kids are at that age where they're doing a bunch of crap. Um, instead of doing that, I'm going to say, okay, what's something we can do this week? And we're going to focus on this week mm-hmm. and we're going to take that big goal and make it smaller. Mm-hmm. And it, and again, that's what I mean by smaller. We're not minimizing it. We're making it into manageable, digestible components. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, for years, you and I have been about this idea that success drives motivation. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to success, we have to make it easy to succeed. And that's not to say that like, you know, Overcoming something or success is always easily achieved. But in the context of building momentum, the hardest thing, like the day one, like coming to see your trainer after two weeks of not seeing them is hard. You know, the Mm -hmm. Sunday scaries. Mm -hmm. I joke with my clients that they have like the Sean scaries. It's been two (laughs) weeks since they see me. They're dreading this first day, right? And all you got to do is just come in and see me, Mm -hmm. you know, and then after that, the subsequent days are much easier. Mm -hmm. So we have to find ways that um, set up the momentum. Yeah. And when it comes to our resolutions, they're quite emotional. They're rooted in mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, I want to, I want to look this way, feel this way, uh, and we're we're so ready now, and we're filled with drive. And what happens a week later, mm-hmm. two weeks later, and three weeks later? There's there's some pretty um, staggering stats on this. What happens to the decay rate of one's goals three weeks after twenty twenty four? So we have to find these smaller steps, is what Michelle's saying, and. And, um, and making sure that the wins are something that is easy to execute on a weekly mm-hmm. basis, easy to execute on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite goals is the, one of the first things that you do within the first hour of waking up is uh, drinking a tall glass of water. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily the most groundbreaking thing, is it? <laughs> No. Like, yeah. Okay. Thanks, Sean. You told me to drink water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sweet. I'm so glad I tuned in for that. But it's, it's, <laughs> it's not the glass of water. It's what it represents because on day two and day three and day four, the accumulative effect is super powerful because one of the things that happens in our brains, um, our brains are addicted to streaks. Mm. If you've ever done anything that has a streak and you create a sizable streak, it is a massive 
force that works against you and you will continue to yeah. do it. You don't want to break that streak. Right. right? What's an example? I love of a streak. <laughs> I once had, so I go through phases where I find um, tracking my food in like a fitness pal type mm -hmm. app. I find it yeah. very, very helpful. Grounding um, makes me feel like I have a lot of control. Yeah. And then I go through periods of time where I don't find it helpful um, particularly and I take a break from it. But there have been times where I'm like, oh, shit, I've got a 372-day streak going. You had like a 700-day. Yeah, day, I did. That was like, a bad – that was a that was a lie. It was like – Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like a 700-some-odd-day streak. And I got to the point where I was like, it's actually not helpful for me right now. My life was – it just had, entered a different phase. So I would track oatmeal. Like I track my breakfast simply to keep the streak going. This thing is no longer – it's no longer serving me in this moment – but I'm obsessed with the streak. So I would track one thing simply to keep the streak going. Yeah. And I had to have a little bit of an honest discussion with oneself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a, a powerful streak that works uh, on me within an app is in Duolingo. Mm. I've been doing it for, I don't know, 790 days as of this morning. Do you know how devastating it would feel for me yeah. to break that? <laughs> You know, and this is it, it. This is one of those things where the gamification of something um, towards it is actually really helpful, very powerful. Mm -hmm. It takes me five to ten minutes, usually five minutes, to mm -hmm. do my Duolingo lesson. Mm -hmm. How much time am I spending on Instagram, mm -hmm. on the Redleaf account, surfing stuff that I don't need to see? Yeah. Yep. There's a lot of valuable stuff on you know, that I do need to see, yeah, but, for sure. but, but the comparison is, is mm -hmm. valid, right? Mm -hmm. You know, five minutes doing something. So um, that would be one practical solution for your everyday goal, which is find something that uh, is easy to create a streak around. So you can start to have a little pride and water is such a, you need it anyways. Yeah. If you have it before water or before uh, coffee, it's, you know, it's, it starts to set up something that I think falls right behind this, which is equally as powerful as humans love to habit stack. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, shoot. I have been drinking water for seven days in a row. Well, what else can I do? Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll take fish oil. Maybe I'll prioritize protein the way Michelle and um, the crew at Red Leaf's always telling me to do, you know, you know so yeah, it, maybe I adjust my breakfast. Yeah. You know? You start to feel good about that thing. And that's exactly what we're talking about is that uh, success drives motivation and we have to make it easier to succeed. Uh, and the motivation that comes for that is it can be unstoppable over mm -hmm. a year. Mm -hmm. um, you know, 300 glasses of water is 300, you know. Yeah, more than you might have otherwise mm -hmm. had. Yeah. If you were focusing, say, on overhauling your entire nutrition, which is a massive task for a lot of people. Yeah. Right. We might miss out on, I don't know, 200, 300 of those little wins. Yeah. What's that? What has the saying go? It's like motivation's never there when you need it. So you build habits instead. Like that's, that's kind of like what we're talking about, right? Like you don't rely on the motivation to keep the habit going. You build the habit to replace the the need for motivation. Yeah. That's how I interpret that anyways. Yeah, exactly. So in, in summary, 
Um, I think what you're saying is the, the main problem with New Year's resolutions is people set these really big goals mm-hmm. that are not backfilled with sustainable habits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think that's your example of someone who going from kind of a, the couch to an Olympic distance triathlon, it's, it's very lofty. It's mm-hmm. very manageable mm-hmm. if you stack it with the right sustainable habits that are achievable on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and just building on this. So, you know, one, one thing that I've been thinking about is like, I set some, like I, I have a pretty big race mm-hmm. calendar and I really don't want that to sound like a humble brag. No, I know. <laughs> because what I'm doing is I'm, I'm leveraging the wolf at the door mm-hmm. and this is another great tool that you can use. And it's sign up for something. Get your fucking ass signed up for something. <laughs> Here's what's so great about this, okay? Let's say it's the Mother's Day 10K. Mm-hmm. Okay, 10K. Manageable, big enough that it's like, that's a lot. Yeah, Anytime, I, gotta t- I gotta train for that. I gotta train for that. Anytime I finish a 10K and as a, as a you know, quote unquote runner, anytime I finish a 10K, I'm proud. So there's mm-hmm. never been one where I'm like, yeah, that was easy or that wasn't a big deal. No, every time I do it, mm-hmm. it's always cool. Yeah, me too. So when you put your name on it, your life changes mm-hmm. because you now have the wolf at the door. And we've been talking about it a lot uh, on our social media and also with our members and e- emails and stuff. But a wolf at the door, by our definition, is something that you think about when you go to bed and something that you think about when you get up. It also informs all the decisions or mm-hmm. it starts to inform a lot of the decisions that you make during the day. Mm-hmm. If it's always there, it's mm-hmm. always going to help you guide how you're going to build out those habits. Mm-hmm. So think about something that's in your future, whether it's, you know, I would love to do a 5K, a 10K. It doesn't have to be this triathlon business that we're really excited about. (laughs) Whatever it is that you want to resolute. In 2024, I want to become this. Well, that is definitely achievable, but not if we're not thinking about the habits that build towards that big goal. Mm-hmm. And what are the tools that I can use to help me build these habits? Well, building a streak, drinking a glass of water a day, or pick whatever it is mm-hmm. for you, something that you're going to streak every single day. The second thing is going to be um, making sure that we're um, finding actionable habits that are not going to overload our life as it is. Because mm-hmm. let's face it, you know, we have things that are in our life that take priority over sure. Gravenhurst or whatever. Like there are things that are more important like family and, and, and that kind of thing. And then the third thing is um, sign up mm-hmm. and get the wolf at the door. Yeah. Make it official. Make it official. Oh, and here, here was the other point I wanted to make about that. You mm-hmm. want to know what I think is so great about signing up for something. It's not like you have to do it. <laughs> you're not be, this isn't like a court subpoena or, you know, you haven't been served. You don't have to do jury duty, you know, you like, but if you sign up, you're putting, you're putting your ass on the line, you're putting skin in the game. 
and you're improving your likelihood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do still have an exit strategy. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to do it. You're still going to be a wonderful person whether you do it or not. Yeah. And sometimes it happens. Of course. You know? Yeah. Um, where you sign up for something. And here's the big win. Isn't this the best part? So you sign up for it. You put in all the training. You you make sure you're going to bed early. You uh, are doing all those healthy, sustainable habits every single day. And it's the person you become on your mm-hmm. way there. Mm-hmm. That is the most powerful and profound part of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Now, there are aspects, there are gifts that come from completing a 10K. There are oh, these, for sure. Um, unimpeachable credentials that's, you know, you did that. No one can ever take that from you. Mm-hmm. But it, th- th- that is, is dwarfed in how amazing it was the last four months that you st- yeah. spent dedicated. Yeah. I mean. To a thing. Yeah. I think the, the day it's the race itself, the game, whatever the thing is, it's only amazing because of the stuff you did along the way, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm absolutely no expert. I've done a grand total of one Olympic distance triathlons. And I had the very best time of my entire life and came in who the hell I, I've, I actually still have no idea what, what place I came in. I had a fucking blast doing it because I was thinking about all those shitty running days out in the rain or when I had to learn how to swim again and could only do 25 meters without having a near heart attack. You know, it's like the, that all I was thinking about the whole time was how proud of myself I am for even being here in this moment, that my time was literally irrelevant. Mm-hmm. You know, I, my uncle did it with us. Um, and he's like in his early sixties and he probably, I think he beat me by over half an hour. I was like, I don't fucking care. He was standing at the end. Like, how fun is that? You know, I saw him out on the run. I was like, this is wicked. The the race itself is a celebration of all that. Mm -hmm. It's not. That's the magic for me in the race. I want to build on your comment about time. Mm. Uh, As we're starting to um, organize and get people excited for the Gravenhurst Triathlon, uh, which, by the way, we just held our first uh, community discovery call. We're going to be holding more, um, and we encourage you to come to them, even if you're not even considering doing the Gravenhurst try, and you just want to come and chat and you know and learn, mm-hmm. do it. But I just want to comment on the you know, um, your finishing time does not matter, no. and there's going to be a lot of anxiety around. Oh well, how am I going to compare? How am I going to stack up? Well, we know that comparison is the thief of joy, mm-hmm. right? That's a, mm-hmm. you know, people, but we do it. And I, if there was, if there's anything I can tell you right from the outset, and we talked about this on the, on the discovery call is that you want to think about race day as a test that you have the answers for mm. months ahead mm-hmm. of time. And what that means is you're going to be able to study for this test over and over and over. And you are going to know what your finishing time is a month before you even race. Yeah. And there is a common that you don't have to go and prove anything to anybody. The fact that you show up, uh, you know, the finish line is actually the start line. The Mm -hmm. second you walk on that boat, you did it. 
Mm-hmm. You're with us. Mm-hmm. So as far as, uh, well, what's my finishing time? Is that even going to be considered good? Do yourself a favor and don't even think about that. It doesn't matter. Because, it, you know, you have Michelle who's been in the fitness industry for over 15 years. She didn't care. Yeah. I still don't know. Like, I know what yeah. my race time was. I have no idea what place that was. Yeah. And the only reason I know my race time is it was a teeny bit faster than all my training times, mm-hmm. which to your point, like I knew that going in. So I'm like, yeah. So, okay. So let's wrap up, um, on our first installment of practical solutions for your everyday <laughs> goals. Uh, and can we share a little bit about some of the news that we're going to be sending out in, um, a newsletter? Um, yeah, sure. Um, is it okay if I talk about cycling class? Mm-hmm. So one of the things um, we're hoping to launch in the next couple of weeks with Coach Karen um, will be a, a like a red leaf cycling class. So if you're someone who, and what I think is really cool about this um, is if you're brand new, like you're at the place where you've just bought your first bike, you have no idea how to clip in, you just learn that you need clip in pedals and shoes and things like that, like that's where you are, the class is perfect for you. You're going to learn how to do that. You're going to learn how what is a gear, how to switch gears, when to switch gears, what it feels like to be in the right gear and the wrong gear and and all that kind of stuff. And if you've been cycling for 10 years and this is your sport, you also are going to have an awesome workout. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's very similar to like the CrossFit class and you get what you need out of it. Um, for the beginner, it's so appropriate. It's such a safe place to learn how to do, how to act like use your bike and be on your bike. For the advanced athlete, um, it's an amazing, amazing workout. What are some of the other things that's coming down the pipe? I feel like there's so many. I'm drawing a blank. Um, We're going to be organizing a team swim um, with Coach Tara. So we're finalizing the dates and times on that one. But anyone who's interested in or signed up for Gravenhurst or is interested in becoming a new swimmer or a better swimmer – that's a great place to start. So more info on that coming out once we finalize dates and times. And a, and a great way to make a social, let's say, um, you, you know, we, we find it, it's going to be hard for them to find the, the lane times and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But, uh, if you come out, it solves one of the biggest problems with swimming in my opinion is it's not very accessible. Mm-hmm. It's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. So, when I have to overcome, it's like, are you kidding me? I have to show up at what time to this pool, to a place that I don't really go a lot. Uh, I have to get into a bathing suit. Mm-hmm. It's the winter. Thinking about jumping and being in a cold, wet pool while yeah. it's the winter is not what I'm thinking about. And then also I have to do it with people who are really good at swimming. Yeah. Whoa. Yes, a lot. I thought CrossFit was intimidating. Hard to, <laughs> so what uh, I hope this... Um, plans to achieve is start to make it a bit more accessible. You're going to be showing up a bunch of people that you already know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun and you can make a social thing. You can blast off and, you know, and go for yeah. tea or coffee or something after yeah. lunch, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's a blast. Uh, another thing that's coming down the pipe is we're going to be adding a Tuesday, Thursday, nine thirty AM class. Mm. So uh, we are super excited to bring this back and this is, um, by demand. So we're, we're happy that uh, we're able to, um, uh, provide that and excited to see you guys on, uh, see you guys more, mm-hmm. provide more options for you to come in and train. Um, and what, I feel like there was one other one to share. 
There is, but I'm drawing a blank right now. So we got our cycling class. Swimming. We got our swim. Might might be a stay tuned. Well, I think a good one is the like the pretty regular um, Zoom calls for. Um, for anyone interested who's either signed up for Gravenhurst, um, we keep talking about Gravenhurst, but this is useful for anyone who's considering signing up for any race. Um, there's a duathlon that a number of folks have signed up for or are thinking about. Um, we got Dana just signed up for her 10K. So yeah. all of these, if you're signed up for a race, a lot of the stuff um, that we're talking about on these calls are going to be really helpful for you. Um, doesn't have to be Gravenhurst specific. So I think... Yeah getting involved in that and, and if you haven't signed up for anything still coming in and, and kind of getting a maybe a better handle on where the value and the benefit to you personally in get signing up for something is and for the record we covered everything i pulled up the, oh. the, the newsletter <laughs> word doc that we're building to we're too efficient <laughs> yeah so we got everything so yeah um so make sure to stay tuned to both this short format podcast with um michelle and i uh, have a look out for those newsletters for all the information coming down the pipe and let's make 2024 a big big year and uh, thank you for joining me michelle yeah. and thanks for tuning in uh and listening to practical solutions for your everyday goals love it